Mitchell, and joining me is my partner in crime, Luke. Yo. And this is the first ever Wembley podcast. This is a special moment. Very. Well, so basically, on this podcast, we'll be getting basically all the inside detail that the newsletter gives you, except in this, all you have to do is click of the button. Now, Luke, do you even read the newsletter? Well... I guess I occasionally read the newsletter, yes. Sometimes if I, there's, like, some sort of important thing that, like, my mum read on the newsletter. So my mum does read the newsletter. That's what they all say, Luke, occasionally. <laughs> I don't read the newsletter. I'm just going to be flat out honest. I do not read the newsletter. I just, I don't know, I, I, don't, I do have time. I just don't do it. Yeah. Let me interview all those parents. Now stay tuned and listen. Hi, I'm Angelica. And I'm Tessa. And we're from the podcasting team. Is it okay if we uh, ask you a few questions? Sure, go ahead. Okay. So right now we're finding out how many people read slash engage with the Wembley newsletter. So do you read the newsletter? I read the newsletter every week because one of the girls in my class gets it in hard copy. So that means we always have one in our class to share. Do you get it printed or do you like it? Yeah, printed. about the newsletter yeah most of the class like the part of the newsletter where it shows who got student of the week and what they got student of the week for most people flick through to find that part um any suggestions for improving it mm, it'd be really good if there was a podcast of it so i could listen to it instead <laughs> um, do you listen to podcasts i do listen to podcasts yeah So I tend to find comedians that I like mm-hmm. and, um, and listen to their podcasts or true crime podcasts. Ooh, thank you. Well, um, thank you for You're letting welcome. us interview. You're welcome, girls. Good luck. So the first question is... Do you read the newsletter? Yes, I do. Do you get it printed or do you read it online? Online. Yeah. Me too. What do you like about it? I like that it is informative. And I like that it tells me about what's happening in all of the grades, not just the ones that my girls are in. Do you have any suggestions for improving it? No, I actually don't. It's good. I can read all of it and it's not too long, which is good. Okay. (laughs) Do you read the newsletter? Yes, I do. Yes. What do you like about it? So I can find out what's going on in the school with events and everything. Yep. (laughs) And do you get it printed or read it online? I read it online. Any suggestions for improving it, maybe? No, not really. It's good. Yeah. Um, do you listen to podcasts? No. <laughs> we are a part of the podcasting team, so we might be um, interviewing, like, we'll interview people and we'll, like, say the podcast so you, you can listen to it and not read it. Oh, okay. That'd be good. Yeah, I like that. Yes, I do. Every Wednesday night or Thursday when it comes through what you like about it? Just that I'm informed as to what's happening, especially when I can't be here at Assembly to find out. Do you have any, uh, like, requests or...? No, I like, I enjoy everything about it. It's been well presented. That's good. Do you just read it online or do you, like, that? I read it online. Thank you. Good luck. So, do you read the newsletter? Yes, I do. What do you like about it? 
do you like about it? I like that it keeps me informed and I understand what my kids are up to and particularly special days where they have off and I can look at the timetable and understand when school holidays are and curriculum days. Mm. Do you get it printed or do you read it online? I read it online. And do you have any suggestions to improve it? Um, maybe it should be easier to find on the home page of the website mm. because it's probably the most important thing that parents regularly read. Yeah. I do read the newsletter. I do indeed. What do you like about it? I like catching up on all the school news, finding out what the event's coming up, finding out who wins the awards each week. Um, yeah, just I keeping in touch. I like start if everybody could take podcast is going to be basically what I said before all the news that is going around in Wembley maybe some interviews with some teachers like we've interviewed the grade six teachers that's coming out then we're going to interview the preps because there's quite a few interesting things going on with them first up is Mr Lawless a few of our reporters by the name of Angelica Sigurd and Gemma went up to Mr Lawless's office to go see some Inside info. Yes, this should be very interesting. Now stay tuned and listen. Hi, my name is Angelica with Gemma. And I'm Siggy. And today we're going to be interviewing Mr Lawless. So this is our very first interview and we are all extremely nervous and excited. Mr Lawless, how are you feeling? I'm feeling a little bit nervous too. (laughs) Well, let's get interviewing. Okay, question number one. Were you a teacher before you became a principal? Yes, I was a teacher before I became a principal. I was a teacher in grade five and six and grade three for about 20 years. And then I taught phys ed for five or six years. And then I became an assistant principal, then a principal. Mm-hmm. And how, have you taught at other schools apart from Wembley? Yes, I've taught at several schools um, apart from Wembley. Um, most of my schools I taught at were in the northern suburbs, so Preston and Thornbury. And then I moved into Carlton and Kensington and North Melbourne. And then I came over to Yarraville, Wembley. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to be a school principal? Probably what I will go back and say is what inspired me to be a teacher first. Mm. What inspired me to be a teacher was I actually didn't like school. Uh And I thought we could make school more interesting, particularly around the area of reading, because I didn't like reading at school. So I thought maybe there's a better way we could teach reading to make kids more engaged with it. So that's why I went into teaching. And I never, ever wanted to become a principal. And then as time went on, I saw all these other people who were becoming principals and I thought I could do just as good a job, if not better. So then I decided, why not? And then I became a principal. Mm 
I did not expect that. <laughs> what did you expect? I, I don't really know. I just didn't expect you to not like it at first. Like maybe you were, Or not want to do it. Or not want yeah. to do it. Maybe mm. you were really engaged with school and you loved it. So you wanted to... I went to become a teacher. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I wanted to change it. So it was more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But then I wanted to stay in the classroom. Yeah. Mm. But I'm sure you'll edit all that out, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> that's the idea of it, isn't it? That's the best part. <laughs> um, how long have you been a principal? Uh, that's an interesting question. I became a principal in 1997, and I was a principal to 2005. Then I moved out of schools and I was in the bureaucracy to 2012, and then I came to Wembley in 2013. So that's probably about 12, 15 years. I, you'd have to do the maths on that one. I can't. <laughs> um, but, but I've been in leadership in school since 1992 uh-huh. mm, as an assistant principal, then principal. Then I moved into the department and I was the assistant regional director of school improvement. And then in 2012, I wanted to come back into a school, so I came to Wembley. Uh-huh. Um, and what's the best part about being a principal? The best part about being a principal is seeing the students learn and grow and develop and see the teachers learn and grow and develop. Mm. I think that is the best part of it. Have, when you've been a principal, have you always been a primary school principal? Always. Mm. But when I was in the Department of Education, I was looking after primary, secondary and special schools. Oh. But actually principal of a school, it's only ever been primary I've only ever worked in primary schools. Right. Mm. So we've heard you've travelled a lot. What's the best place you've travelled to? Probably the most exciting place I travelled to, there's two actually, um, South America, and I was so excited about going to Machu Picchu many, many years ago, and I want to go back to South America because I want to go all the way down the bottom to Tierra del Fuego, and I'll do that in the next couple of years. The other really exciting place I went to was back in the 1970s. I travelled for about three months in Papua New Guinea. Wow. And travelled all through that, and it was just a really exciting time. It was just after they gained independence, and they were taking on a whole lot of roles for themselves, and it was just an exciting place to be. I've actually never been out of Australia. Neither have I. <laughs> there will always be plenty of time. Won't there? Yeah, I've Heaps of time. And I'm, I'm, making, I'm making the most of it at the moment. So how many schools have you taught at? I started my teaching career at a school called Faulkner North. Then I moved from Faulkner North to Penters Grove in Thornbury. And from Penters Grove in Thornbury, I went to Preston East Primary School. From Preston East Primary, I went to Preston Northeast. Then I moved to Thornbury, Hutton Street in Thornbury. Then I moved to Carlton North Primary. Then I moved to North, no, to Kensington, North Melbourne, and Wembley. That's nine schools. Wow! But that's nine schools in forty-five years, though. What is your favourite food? <laughs> fish. Oh, fish. Fish. I really love fish. Do you know mm. how fish like fishing? No, I don't like fishing. <laughs> but like I like enjoying it. <laughs> fish, yes. What is or what was your favourite subject, and what hobbies did you enjoy when you were 
And what do you enjoy now? My favourite subject at school was history. I just like reading about other countries, reading about you know things that happened long ago. And one of my favourite subjects at school was studying the um, studying the history of Spain and Portugal and how Spain and Portugal expanded out into India and South America, and learning all that. Then then that maybe then go to learn all about the Incas and the Aztecs. So history and that side of it was really I really love. Hobbies, I've got a boat, <laughs> so I enjoy boating. Or spending time on the boat, down on the water. So, you like eating fish, but you don't like fishing, and but you like boating. And... Do you know why? The reason why I don't <laughs> like fishing, when I, was, when I was your age, I lived on a farm in the country. And my father loved fishing, and he was passionate about it, and he would take us fishing to the local river. But if we went fishing with my father, you weren't allowed to talk, you weren't allowed to make any noise because he was just so focused on fishing. So we used to find it really boring, and I haven't got over it. (laughs) Same with you too, Janet, yeah. But my father loved his fishing, and he was so dedicated, he thought if we made a noise, we were going to scare the fish away. So we had to sit there quietly in the sun. But I do have to say, I do do a little bit of fishing now, and I do have some photos of me fishing and some of the fish I've caught. But I don't do it all the time. What's the favourite camp you've attended with the children? Do you know, because there's been many, many camps I've been to over the years and some of them I've really forgotten. So I'll talk about the ones here at Wembley. I've really enjoyed going to Canberra and I've been to that twice. And I, I enjoy the... And it's not so much a camp, it's more an educational tour. But I just enjoy all the activities that we do up there and I really enjoy the kids getting involved in it. But I've just been to the Year 5 camp. Where we went. And I <laughs> that actually, was so much fun. I found that only for a, <clears throat> I was only there for the last two days, but I found that really, really interesting, the things that we were doing down there. But what I, what I actually enjoyed more was about how you people and the other Grade 5 kids were really engaged in what was going on. So I thought that was a really good one. Um, trying to think back over the years. Oh, dear, it's hard work. <laughs> that is hard, that one. I can't wait until we go to Canberra. Yeah. Yeah, no, Canberra's good. It's a long way to go, but it is really good fun. Mm. Yeah. But can I say, I've actually enjoyed nearly every camp I've been on, and I used to go on them all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and look at the adventure ones, they're really good. Yeah. Mm. And finally, describe Wembley in three words for us. In three words. Exciting. Amazing and extraordinary. <laughs> that could be four words, but oh, <laughs> can't I have a combined word? Yeah, yeah you can. <laughs> How would you describe it? Um, fun, educational, educational, and um. Well, I can say that Wembley is really great and so much fun. Yeah. yeah. But what would another word be? I'm trying to think of a word that's like... So you love your school? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So what makes you love it? Um, well, it just makes everything fun. Mm. Makes learning fun? Yep. Which is really important, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Poor Gemma couldn't talk because of her braces. 
Oh, yeah, no, Gemma asked. No, Gemma, Gemma did make a comment. She said she's a bit like me with fishing. Mm. This is a really exciting thing you're doing. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mm. And now you don't have to be nervous about it. Yeah. Mm. At first, I didn't really understand what we would be doing, but yeah. I'm glad that I joined and tried that out because it's so mm. much fun. And, and not only that, but it's going to build your confidence yeah. in terms of public speaking. Thank you for letting us interview you. It was fun and we've learnt some things. Yeah. <laughs> and it was my pleasure. Well, Luke, with all those interesting ideas from Mr. Lewis, I think he should join the podcasting club. I agree. Turns out that um, he was actually a teacher before he was a principal. Kind of meant to happen. Apparently he taught yeah. at several schools. He mm. was a principal but Luke, first I've got a question for you. Yes. How much is several? Oh. It's the mystery of life. About nine. Nine. Yes, exactly yes, nine. Nine in 45 years. That, that's nine that, that's a lot. Years. That's just, um, and it's quite a few, isn't it? Yeah, and it turns out he hates fishing. Yeah, I always looked at Mr. Loss and thought he was a fishing guy. I know, but I was wrong. He has a boat and everything. Apparently, the only reason he's not a fisher because he used to go on fishing trips with his dad, but his dad took it so seriously, so he would have to be quiet because apparently the fish could hear him. Yeah. So he just you hear got that, bored. Dads? Don't be too serious about Don't fishing. Be too serious. Now, this week, we interviewed the Grade 6 teachers. Yes, and Miss McClure, Miss McClure just got out of being interviewed, which is very sneaky of her. Where we know you, Miss McClure. We know you did it. Mm. And um, I hope Gemma gets her braces fixed because um, yes. she couldn't really talk in the she interview. Really talk. And um, you can ask us, where Mitch and Luke, if you haven't known, but you can ask us to tell Miss McClure questions that should be asked. So yes, because you can tell us questions if you want to see what Miss McClure Now, next up is the film workshop interview with Michael. And he is a very interesting guy, and you should definitely stay tuned, don't you think, Luke? I definitely agree, Mitch. Yeah. So, about the uh, film workshop that the grade fives and sixes do, we actually managed to get a sneaky peeky interview at, I think, lunchtime, was it? By our two yeah. editors, who turns out to be interviewers, Caleb and Stephanie. <laughs> And I'm Caleb, and we're from the um the Wembley podcasting team. Um, could you please introduce yourself? My name's Michael, and I'm from Media Studies Roadshow, and I run media incursions to schools. So I'm here at Wembley today, doing a filmmaking program with grade fives and sixes. Okay, what is what would you describe your job? Well, I'm fundamentally a teacher, but I'm also a video maker. So um, my job, I come to schools. I, was, I used to be a teacher, and I'm also a video producer. And uh, one day I realised there's a need for the sorts of things I do in schools because I have a lot of equipment that schools can't afford and a lot of expertise. So I come to schools and teach all the kids and teachers um, how to make films. That's and one of the things I do. And you enjoy it, yeah? Yeah, I really like it. It's a great job because I get to visit lots of different schools and work with lots of different kids, so it's enjoyable. And 
another thing we're wondering is how long you have been working in film. Well, I've been working in film for... Um, wow, I just realised. Um, nearly over 35 years. So my first year teaching... Um, the school sent me to do a 16 millimeter projectionist course. So I learned to use a projector because they didn't have videos in those days. And I went to an audio visual center and saw it and thought, gee, this looks like really good fun. I'd like to do this. So I changed my whole career over to video and audio production and teaching media studies. Do you still make your own films? I do. When I'm not working with kids in schools, I'm working with other clients. I do lots of uh, school concerts, but I also do corporate videos where I've just been working with one man who sells guitars online. And I've been shooting video of uh, people playing his guitars and getting really good quality sound and watching the, the guitars uh, in a little multi-camera studio where we can... Uh, feature the guitars and hopefully get people to buy the guitars from him. So I do all different sorts of work. Sometimes I go into um, uh, music venues and film concerts of musicians playing instruments. So lots and lots of different work. What do you enjoy about being involved in film? Um, every day is a different day, I think, and you can be very creative. And uh, it's very rewarding too when you make a product and you see it at the end and it looks really good. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just always different. I think that's the, the good thing about my so, job. Not every day is the same. So hours of work, like, to see the finished product. Um, well, every, every job's different. There's one uh, job I do every year, which is a, a conference in Geelong for people with disabilities. And I spend four days there probably 12 hours a day shooting all the footage. I end up with about maybe 10 hours of footage and then I'll spend probably 50 or 60 hours editing that footage to make a two-hour DVD. So is it like a movie or...? It's what? almost like that. It's, a, a, I suppose you call it a corporate video where we, we get to see what happened at this conference. So, yeah, sometimes I make little films as well. But again, every job's different. Sometimes it's a 30-second commercial. Uh, sometimes it's a you know, two-hour corporate video. When you're making your films, what do you think your favourite part about the filmmaking process is? Um, probably when I sit down to edit, because it's always hard work filming because you've got to control things and you're rushing around and things can go wrong. But once you've got all the footage, it's really good to sit down and start putting it together in a way that you know people are going to enjoy watching. So that's probably my favourite part. Hey, what kind of films do you enjoy watching? I like all films. I like Sometimes I like, um, you know, fantasy films and, you know, the Star Wars films. I like watching them. Sometimes I like, uh, you know, serious films and often European films where... They're pitched more to older people where they make you think a lot. So, uh, But I've I got to say I like all films. If I'm in the mood for sitting down and not thinking, I'm quite happy to watch a Hollywood blockbuster. And do you, when you watch them, do you just relax and enjoy them or do you act as if you're the director and critique them as if they're your I'm own? always interested and I notice things that maybe other people don't notice about how they've constructed something a certain way and uh, I suppose I'm always looking at themes because I was also an English teacher for a long time so I analyse films like people analyse books so 
My brain's always working watching a film. Do you have any tips for Year 6s in their project? Yeah, I would say uh, the one thing, the biggest tip is to what I've done today, to really watch what a director needs to do. Okay, so it's very, very important to watch me and how I was directing and giving tips and doing demonstrations. I'd say really choose carefully who you get as a director. It's very, very important. And uh, look, probably the other tips I've said is just keep it simple. Keep the camera still, have a simple story and tell it in a simple, clear way. But if you try to get too creative, you know, when you're a beginning director, that could be a little bit of a mistake. So I think this, the best way is keep it simple. Um, how many times have you come to Wembley for a media workshop? Oh, I must have been to Wembley maybe eight or nine times now, I think. So I've done the workshops here about four or five times. And I've also come and do another program where we do green screen television and radio and animation. I've probably been three or four times yeah, for that did, as well. We were doing that There last you go. Year. Great. Thank you. Okay, thank you. It's a pleasure. And uh, well done. You've really uh, got some great questions there and uh, really had me thinking. So uh, well done doing your podcast too. Thank you. That was one of the best um, incursions I've ever had, Luke. It was really interesting. Yes. Because, you know, you and I have made lots of mini films. Yes, so we lots were very of movies. Experienced. <laughs> and, um, Experiments. So... When we had to, we had to go off into groups and we had a director. Yeah. And Michael said, after when he joined, I thought he was Michael Bay, but yeah. Sadly, it's not Michael Bay. But Michael's still good. Yeah, and he's um, still good. he they um they have the director and a camera person and a few yeah. actors. So like in everything, they had to have at least three people: a director, a cameraman, and all an actor. Yeah. And the, Michael said to always listen to the director. And Miss McClue caught some kids who weren't listening to their director. Have a listen. So the kids have just been given their first film assignment day and just to set the scene, I'm standing on the front basketball court watching a group of boys attempt to direct their first film. They've been given a basic scenario broken down into shots and then each shot is guided by a written sentence which they have to recreate and I think they've only been given about 15-20 minutes to do this. Uh, as you can hear, they're discovering just how hard this is. And um, I guess when I watch this or watch them at the start, it's, it's really incredible to think just how much they learn and develop and then finally what they produce at the end of this whole experience too. Um, uh, yeah, because everyone on the table is like, yeah, trying to make it harder. Filming, you have to stay so still, and then like, when when you think about it, you want to move even more. Would you reckon the hardest thing about being a director would be? Um, just having the first four. Like, so then it talking goes faster. Talking to them. You say. Look at them too. You've got to look at them too. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. good. That's good. Okay, and action. <laughs> okay, stay still. Freeze. Go back a bit. Okay. Yeah. Go 
on a one or two How's it going? Good. Okay. Now no. we're going to get you guys running into the dead end. Uh, it's going to be that door there that's like all the equipment. Maddie. Stuff. Yeah. I could do it from side on, so it looks like so I can see. Um, get a shot like from a wide shot as we run in. No, because otherwise it'll look like it's not a dead end. How do you reckon it's going, Charlie? Oh yeah, what's, oh, this, what's it's going all right? It's just a bit confusing. <laughs> Are you right? Do you reckon it's easier this year? Because you did it last year. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. Is it easier now? Oh, it's a bit more frustrating because some people don't know. But like, yeah, because it's in the group. But you know, we're just learning. Already. I need to borrow your whiteout. Okay, yes. director. Yes. How was that? That was fun. <laughs> right, so, do you want to direct your actual groups movie based on what you just did then, or did you realise it was harder than you thought? I reckon I want to do our film. Um, so, what was the what is the hardest thing about directing though? The hardest thing about directing is when um, people all have ideas to try and change it, and you think uh, like everyone's saying ideas at the same time, and you think. But I already know what I'm going to yeah. do. Phoenix, what role would you think you'd like when you come to do your films? Um, do you like being in front of the camera? I do. I like, enjoyed acting because I, I'm in a group with Ivy and I thought about, hmm, I, I'd like to have a go at directing. But then I saw today and I realised, nah, she's actually pretty good at it. Yeah, I think I'll just let her do it because she seems to have good ideas about how she's going to do things and I might just jumble it up a bit. Like, Not that I couldn't, but I think she's better at it for the project we're going to do. And so what's your film idea? What are you guys um, thinking about? We're thinking about doing a film about women's rights. Excellent. What, why, what made you guys think about that? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> are you guys in the same group? No. What's yours going to be about, Abby? Um... My group's doing loneliness for ours. Yeah. Um, Have you got any kind of storyline happening yet, or are you, or are you just still uh, no. working with your theme? We're still working with our theme. Yeah. And all that. And you? We're doing ours on cyber safety. Yeah. So we're sort of having it like she accidentally downloads a virus and she gets transported inside the computer where she faces challenges that would be just on a computer, except they're sort of like in real life. That's an amazing idea. Over here, Josie and Hanu. Good. Thanks, guys. Watching here. Everyone quiet. Okay, but what I want to do is a demonstration. We've got a bully scenario. The biggest, meanest, toughest person in this school is going to bully the other poor, little, sweet person. Okay? Because camera angle can exaggerate things to make things look perhaps what they're not. Okay, Josie. Josie, I want to see you go back over there. Josie, I want you to walk, look mean, look tough. And I want you to stare at the bin. Now, you're going to walk forward. You're not going to look at the camera with your eyes. I'm going to point to you and you're going to say, what are you doing here? Here we go. Get set. Practice. Go back. You look like a duck. Okay. You stare at them, you go slow. It gives the audience time to look at them, worry about them. But fast is not scary. Slow, that's scary. Okay, here we go. Looking mean, looking tough, staring down at the bin. Not at him, staring at the bin. Get set. What are you doing here? Now, I've got her on the right side looking down. So I need him on the left side looking up. I didn't mean to come here. 
really worried. Get set. I'm lost. Um, I don't know where I am. This is my place. No one comes here without my permission. Look down at his knee. Get set. This is my place. You don't belong here. Now, she changed the words. We got away with it. Um, and you say, look up and say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come here. Talk to my finger. Get set. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come here. Um, if I see you here again, you're in big trouble. Get set. Talk to my hand. And you say, sorry, and then turn, drop your head and walk. And you go, little punk. Here we go, get ready. Talk to my hand. Okay, give him a clap. Sport team. Week one, our 5 6 sport team played in the Gala Day against other schools in the Yarraville district. From what I heard, it was very muddy and stormy and wet. The Gala Day. Yes, but on the day, the girls lacrosse teams and the girls hockey teams earned a place in the next round. That is very, yeah. very, um, I forgot the word, Luke. <laughs> Good. 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 Amazing. That, that, that was amazing. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Thank you. Whatever. And because uh, I'm very bad at hockey, <laughs> yes. my back hurts when I bend down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is the Western Metropolitan <laughs> Region. I can't really pronounce words that well. Yeah. And the boys footy team and girls mixed netball teams had extra matches to play last week. And both netball teams made it through the next round. Yes, they did. That was very. Um, and the boys' football team played a tough game, and they played and they showed good sportsmanship, like I do and Luke, obviously. <laughs> and despite ending match three goals down, those teams are scheduled to play in the Geelong next week. So good Geelong. luck to them, Geelong. I don't. Anyway, we all heard about Evie Patswold's yes. tremendous running at assembly last week. And next week episode, we'll actually have an interview yes, yes. with her in it. I heard her talking Some about that. Some high follow info. Yes. Um, I don't know how she does it, Luke. How does she do it? Tell us. Just her jeans. Her Honestly, jeans. her jeans. She has good jeans. She That's has good running good jeans. jeans. Maybe Usually I should buy she her likes jeans. to wear jeans. Yeah, I would buy her good running jeans. Yeah. No, but seriously, you probably get it from her mum and dad. Anyway, apparently it's a very good week for uh, the preps. Mm, yes. Well, most importantly, they have had their 100 day of school. Yes. Finished. On Friday. On Friday. On Friday. That just, prep feels like just yesterday, Luke. Yeah, I know. We've heard a rumour there's a party happening on Friday. Yeah, it's got to be called a... What's it called again? It's it's a party, man. It's a a fairy tale party. No, that's that's something completely different. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. And, um... Uh, Anyway, we're going to have, um... Well, we're going to be sending our reporters down there to get some information. Yeah, and it's, they're going to be having something called a fairy tale, fairy tale fiasco. fiasco. I don't know what that what is. Are you, what do you think that but, could be? Uh, Obviously, our reporters are going to go down and interview some of the teachers about what that is. Yes, they should. They do you think it's going to be like a role play thing? I think they're going to dress up. Yeah, they're, they're going to dress up. For like Cinderella but, and like um, yeah, it's SpongeBob, be, but no, not SpongeBob. Um, 
Well, anyway, next Wednesday, uh, year sixes find out their secondary school placements. Mm, next I remember year. when my brother found out. It was a very stressful moment, not for me, but for him. Yeah. And good luck to all the year sixes. Yes. Um, we we really through. hope you get into the school you want to go to. Yeah. And next week, a large number of students representing Wembley at the three to six athletics. Or th- year three to six athletics. We'll catch up with some of them at the athletics in next and week's season, including us. Yes. We both made it. I was in shot put. I was very surprised. And Luke, yeah. you made it into about six teams. Yes. Yeah. But I only I only got to pick fives. Four, isn't it? Well, five because you can pick uh, the what relay. Were what were those? Well, I chose relay at one hundred. Mm-hmm. Triple. Three. Yeah, yeah triple. Yeah. Long. Mm-hmm. Not long. High, sorry. Mm-hmm. And hurdles. And hurdles. Okay. Yes. That is nice. And next week we have the one-to-one MacBook program. Information. Information session. night, which will be run by someone I don't know. Yeah, it'll be basically just so, me, Kristen. I don't really know. I don't know. And parents, you can go to that and kids if you really want to. So, yeah. Anything else to add, Luke? Well, not really. Okay. Hold on, boys. Before we go any further, we need to talk about Numeracy Week and the Wembley Primary School Sketch-Up Competition. In Week 7, to celebrate Numeracy Week, we'll be holding a sketch-up competition where students from years 4, 5, and 6 um, can submit a 3D design um, in five different categories um, through Google Classroom. If you aren't signed up now, the code is VCVIIO, and you can sign up on Google Classroom. Once you're in, uh, you can use uh, follow the links to download SketchUp and make a really cool design of a house, um, a public area like a park, a non-architectural design, or even a whole city if you wanted to. There'll be some really cool prizes awarded in Numeracy Week in Week 7. Um, so have fun designing, and I um, look forward to seeing all of your cool creations. Thank you very much for listening to our very first Wembley podcast. We worked very hard towards this Many efforts, achievements have been put into this. Yes, Luke, but I have to shout you out, Luke. You were a great partner you in were, doing you this. Were, you were an amazing partner in crime. Thank you. Yes, make sure to subscribe to, like, encourage others to listen. Hence our thing, hear us, hear you. Till next time. Bye. 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 Bye.